Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Eric here. Uh, welcome to this special bonus pod of, uh, of Adventures in Collecting. We had the opportunity to sit down and chat with the Marvel Legends team over at Hasbro following the wrap of PulseCon and their special Hasbro Pulse Premium subscriber event 1027 to talk all things Marvel Legends. So uh, without further ado, let's cut to, uh, to the conversation that I had earlier today with Dwight. Dan and Ryan of the Marvel Legends team. So the number one question that we get at Adventures in Collecting uh, from people, like anytime we have access to to anybody, and especially you know anybody on the Hasbro team, is when is X character coming? Um, what's your collective or preferred way for fans to get those requests in front of you? All right, so yeah, I'll I'll start it off. Sorry, I am not in my normal seat with my uh, setup behind me, um, but still wanted to, still wanted to uh, jump in on this interview. But that's a great question, Eric, and I think no one has ever actually asked us that before. So I'd love to get Dan and Dwight's perspective on this because when we're at the cons or in these virtual type settings, you know, most people know that we can't answer like what figure is coming when because that's a lot of our you know, marketing and the excitement for figures, whether they're con characters or upcoming movie stuff that is very you know spoiler sensitive so i think what we do you know dan and i we love you know sticking in touch with the community we watch a lot of like youtube videos and live streams and i think when fans put thoughtful effort into you know characters and provide a rationale for why they need to be done you know maybe there's an anniversary coming up or this figure has never been done in legends or it was done in toy biz you know, 15 years ago and can use an update. Um, I feel like we're, we're more receptive uh, to that. And those types of comments and feedback get our minds uh, thinking more from a marketing perspective. So that, that's what I'll say. Yeah, for me personally, uh, I mean, I don't think Ryan takes enough credit, but he and I lurk a lot on a number of different, you know, people and influencers and websites. And I thought this was a really thoughtful question because it is, I was trying to think of myself, like how, what was like the best way? I think, you know, some, some websites do a really good job of having their fans, like do like most requested, like um, characters and things of that nature. So if we see something like that, either on YouTube or on one of those websites, we definitely check it out just to see. To Ryan's point, I think those that make very thoughtful suggestions uh, with a lot of consideration rather than just like, this is my favorite X, Y, and Z character. I think that's what catches our eye too, right? So, cause it has to make a business sense for it. Um, so I would say like a preferred way would try to get like some sort of, for like AI for adventures in collecting, you guys do an episode where it's like, we pulled like X amount of like fans and this is like the consolidated list. That'd be an easy way for us to like see what the community wants. You know, that's no guarantee that it will happen, right? <laughs> um, but we but we try very hard to uh, make sure that you know we get a couple in there that are definitely 
hitting things that fans want. That makes sense. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, one checking those kind of uh, year end or year beginning polls that get posted on different communities is a great way to kind of see a collective group uh, thinking. Um, I also like seeing what the customizers make out there. So even if they're not directly asking for a figure, when you see how they can turn other figures into other things that uh, they wanted, you know, for themselves, um, it kind of just kind of sparks something to remember, build formulas and stuff to kind of think about how we can turn some of those kind of fan desires on when the opportunity arises. And then I also have Jesse and Jesse will constantly uh, send us uh, updates on things that he's been seeing out there as well. So um, I honestly don't need to turn on the internet very often to get bombarded with things from uh, uh, Jesse and uh, the likes of Ryan and Dan when they're uh, cruising the boards and finding tons of stuff as well. So I think between those few channels that I use as well as what the rest of the team hits us with is a really good way to, um, you know, get your, 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 you request out there into the, you know, into the ethos and, and hopefully find a home somewhere on a shelf, uh, somewhere down the line. Awesome. I would also like to play grammar police just if I could, because what, you know, I feel like people, if they have requests, they should just own it. Say, I really want to see this character. But I, what I feel like a lot of people do is they use everyone or no one as a proxy for I or me. They'll say, everyone wants this figure. And it's like, dude, you want that figure. Or they say, no one wants this figure. And it's like, that's just, you don't want that figure. So yeah, just be, you know, speak the truth, right? Yeah, true, true. There's a lot of characters out there. Um, speaking, of, speaking of new characters, uh, you guys have talked at length about, uh, you know, the, the Vulcan uh, that you announced at, uh, at PulseCon. And you've talked about, you know, the fact that he's going, to, you know, in all likelihood, this, this body mold is going to be replacing the, the Bucky Cap mold. But I, what I wanted to know is kind of deeper into that, did you go into the design of the character knowing that you needed to replace that mold? Or was it something where you were designing the character and then once you kind of got those first test shots back, you're like, wait a second, like this is way better than we thought it could have ever come out. And like now we can see it replacing this mold going forward. Um, no, I think we actively uh, sought out for a good base body equivalent to do that for. Um, over the past couple of years, you'd, 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 we'd have characters that required uh, just funky boots or, you know, weird uh, shoulder pads, and it never allowed us. And because it was only a partial kind of piece, we always just kind of defaulting back to the bodies we had and, and fitting those parts to it. And, and then when we came across Vulcan's design, we're like, oh, fantastic. We finally have an all clean body um, that gave us the opportunity and the time and uh, honestly, we had the budget at that point in time in the year as well to take the money aside and focus on making an all new base body that we will hopefully get multiple years out of going forward and kind of aligning those those points of development uh, around, you know, what is that character and kind of laying out we lay out we lay out the whole year. Uh, you know, a few months before the year, but it, it evolves and changes throughout the year. But kind of when you can lay out, you know, half a year's worth of build a waves and you're like, okay, cool. Look, we have all of these characters that we want to get accomplished. How are we going to do that? And then you can kind of start checking off what gets built from where, what is all new, you know, like Psycho Man was all new and it was great. 
but that was a very much a one-off where doing it this way, it's like, oh, cool. We have a great body that we can put in at this point in the year. And then we can think about going forward where that could be used in the line to, you know, replace the, you know, Bucky cap in this instance. Well, the Bucky cap mold served us well for, for served us fans well for many years. So sure thank you. Thank, thank you for your service, Bucky cap. <laughs> pour, pour, pour one out for Bucky cap. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things that's kind of always coming up with Marvel because of how long it's been around is, you know, these anniversaries, right? So whether it's the anniversary you guys are celebrating right now with the Marvel Legends uh, uh, anniversary in Toy Biz, um, specifically the 1960s is a huge decade for Marvel. There were a lot of new characters that were created and a lot of anniversaries coming up. Um, but Marvel is marketing 2022 as, as the year of vengeance. Um, and there are still some some Ghost Rider looks that we have not seen in any form of of action figure yet. Uh, do you guys look for opportunities like that specifically to try to check some of those boxes and and get some of those alternate and uh, lost looks, you know, into the line? Yeah, with so many anniversaries, like you mentioned, the early '60s was a very ripe time for you know the the Marvel um, to create a lot of iconic characters. We're not really able to tie into Every specific anniversary, um, we, we focus more on kind of broad anniversaries like Marvel Studios 10th, Marvel's 80th, which is obviously huge uh, programs. But sometimes, you know, when we're just aware of things, we like to just put it out there, right? Last year was the, I think it was the 30, 30th anniversary of the Infinity Gauntlet uh, original comic series. So, you know, we did yep. that, that classic Thanos. And then um, for 2022, going to be the 30th anniversary for the x-men uh 92 animated series and so we, we kicked off the vhs program in that so we like to do to sync it up where we can um with regards to ghost rider specifically we've, we've done a cool ver a couple of cool versions you know danny ketch is still out there we know fans want him he's on our list and i think we'll continue to look at uh various ghost riders specifically in the future yeah if, if we could uh robbie reyes haven't he's seen, on, he's haven't on the seen list Robbie too. Reyes in a, uh, ever. So I see Dan, you doing your dance. <laughs> Robbie, I want to get a uh, Slade, the uh, half uh, centaur uh, Ghost Rider, just because it's just it's just it's just stupid and amazing all mixed <laughs> together. So I want to get that guy in there somewhere. Yeah, there's some great designs in that world. Even Blackheart, there hasn't been a a, a Blackheart Marvel Legends figure in in a long time. So. Um, so, so speaking of characters and looks, uh, a lot of characters from the Marvel Universe have appeared with some very unique looks in the Fortnite games. With Hasbro now producing six-inch scale figures for the, uh, the Fortnite franchise, and you know, there's precedence for previous brand crossover you know, with the, the Marvel and Transformers uh, uh, crossover. Uh, do you guys see an opportunity there to cross over with the the Fortnite team, or maybe expand the Gamerverse line now that uh, now that that brand is kind of in house too? Yeah, that's a great point and great question. Um, you know, when the first skins of the Marvel characters came out in Fortnite, I, I was going crazy. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I really liked I really liked the look, and I was like, man, those those look really dope. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's always an opportunity. And like you said, we have this, you know, the benefit of now having an awesome six inch uh, Fortnite line in. Um, I will say there are a lot of complexities when it comes to those type of like crossover type of things, right? I think the most recent thing that we did was the uh, the Expanse with the Transformer team, right? And that took a lot of 
back-end work that's not visible to everybody, right, in terms of business and things of that nature. And um, that that turned out pretty awesome. Um, so I, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility, but I do want to point out that, like, there are so many characters and there are so many different corners of the Marvel Universe that we try to tackle every year. So um, I don't know if it's going to be anything immediate, I would say, right? Um, in terms of the Gameverse subline, you know, Dwight is a big fan of, you know, the Spider-Man game and, uh, and things of that nature. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man look from the game too. So like, there are, we're, we're always looking for opportunities, right, where we can grow. Um, but that being said, we can't reveal right now that we're going to activate on anything. Um, but I would say specifically for that Fortnite question, you know, there's probably a lot of other, you know, backend business stuff that we, we would need to tackle at this point. Um, but yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. You mentioned that get the Spider-Man line that uh, that Miles Morales that's in the the armadillo build a figure wave, that's like the easy winner of that wave. That figure is unbelievable. So you don't I'm like Jay Jonah? I, I love Jay Jonah's like finger pointing. You know, <laughs> Jay Jonah's Jay Jonah's easily one of the the best likenesses you guys have done with that that inkjet. But this figure like surprised yeah. the heck out of me. It really, really did. Like between the hands, the like shock hands, just the the articulation in it. It's just it's awesome. Um, so people, you know, all over the all over the world are getting their Sentinels, uh, and now people are thinking, of course, like the next thing, the next Haslab. Do you have an update for everybody on where we are with Galactus? Where it, where is he in production? Um, we are at uh, check model build, which is where the digital sculpt files get sent over to our vendor, and they start breaking that apart and um laying it out for actual uh tooling models so they're in the we're in the first stage of tooling models now which is great because we are at production with the sentinel or we've wrapped production with the sentinel and we're able to take that and apply all of our learnings from the sentinel into the model stages for galactus so we can you know look at what worked well and what worked what could work better and uh, adjust accordingly. So actually, I think uh, our engineer asked us to go into the office this week to review some new joints uh, for some of the parts of Galactus. So um, we're right at that early, uh, you know, building the models so that we can create our tooling uh, masters off of that. Awesome! Yeah, can't wait! Can't wait to see see picture updates of that thing. Can cannot wait. Um, so lastly, uh, you guys produced a lot of figures in 2021 and with 2022 on the horizon. And I know, uh, Dan, you posted, you guys are going to do your, your fun draft again, but, uh, I just have to ask, uh, to each of you, what, what was your favorite, uh, figure from, from 2021? All right. Who wants to go first? I got to think about this. Uh, let's put Ryan on the spot since he's a, he's a, you know, a distance. Let's, let's make Ryan answer first. So the question is, what is my what is my favorite 2021 figure? Is that is that the parameters here? Yes. Uh, well, I think an easy pick is is Modok, um, because that was such a fun a fun figure to do. Uh, I don't I didn't have the Toy Biz one from back in the day. You know, getting to work with Tony and Dwight and even our packaging team on it because we had to go to a closed box and they had to figure out how to dismantle him to fit in the box was kind of a cool thing that we had to plan out on the legend side with uh jason and ben which was, was a fun challenge and um yeah i just think he looks great the mr potato head feature 
that he can hold all the pieces inside of himself, I thought was awesome. Uh, when the team said, oh, we can't talk about it yet on a stream until we test it, until we like, um, you know, drop test it. I, I was nervous that we would lose that, the ability to do that, but I was glad it stayed in. So I'll say motive. All right, who's next? I got one. I'll go. That was a good one, Ryan. Um, but I think for me, uh, getting a chance to dive into the MC, I mean, actually, I can tell you right now who my pick is going to be for next year, but I don't think it's been revealed yet. So I'm going to, have to keep my mouth shut for a little Ooh. while longer. But I already know what my favorite figure for next year is going to be. But going back to this year, I think my favorite was this big guy. Uh, nice. I think the uh, Ironmonger just turned out uh, amazing. The scale, the size, the uh, fake kind of working pistons and stuff on his back, um, all the little added, uh, you know, swappable pieces for his uh, forearms and uh, just the overall just kind of giant hulking figure that he is, I think, wins out for me. Um, there's a lot that I loved from this year, but I think he's definitely uh, top five material for me. I guess it's almost the end of the year, right? It's time for us to start uh, looking back and making our top 10 favorite figures from the year ourselves. So yeah, Eric, I didn't tell Dwight we're drafting. So Dwight doesn't know that he needs to draft. This is how Brian and I cheat. <laughs> we try to like tell him last minute so he doesn't strategize. And then we just like do our own like mock draft. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, for me, it changes every day. So um I'm going to cheat and pick two. So one of them is definitely has to be Shang-Chi. I think Shang-Chi just for me personally uh, has a lot of significance, right? Um, so for me to see like an Asian American type of representation in action figure form, um, even though it's not the first one, I know a lot of people are yelling at me, that's not the first, you know, whatever. I, I just mean, I just think for me to help develop that um, action figure line, I think it meant a lot to me personally. Um, but the figure that I think I would choose right now is probably Zombie Cap, because I remember just I just think it's so fun to play with. Every time I look through its leg and I could like see like like through it and I still see it like articulates, I always like I'm always like, man, Dwight and the team did such a great job with that. And um, yeah, and I'm a big fan of What If the show, so and a big fan of Captain America. So yeah, that that figure is just so play fun to play with. I get to just see it and. Uh, yeah, so for today, that's probably that's probably going to be my draft if uh, Ryan or Dwight doesn't snipe it from me. Oh man, uh, now I now I feel like I, I feel like I messed up your your master plan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now now you gave Dwight all. Now you get. Give... <laughs> what about you, Eric? What's your favorite figure of the year? So you know, I'm primarily an MCU collector, but I got to admit, my my figure of the year this year is a non MCU figure for like the first time since I've been collecting uh, Marvel Legends. Uh, my favorite is is modular Iron Man. Um, nice. I I was honestly and you know kudos to to you know uh, uh, somebody we all know Jay Hernandez. Uh, one of his videos, you know, he's he's been on on our pod before too, but. Uh, he showed off the video of the modular Iron Man and I was just like, man, I need that for like my nineties spider little nineties Spider-Man side collection that I have. And, uh, I, yeah, that was one where when I got him, like he lived on my, he didn't go straight to the shelf. Like he lived on my desk and I just kept posing him and playing with him for, for weeks. It was, uh, yeah, that was, that was absolutely a knock out of the park from the art, the pinless articulation to like the paint. I love the metallic hits. It's just that figure is, Perfect. Yeah, stop stealing. Stop showing them my picks, man. That's probably gonna be in my draft too. 
That's uh, awesome. but yeah, no, shout out, shout out to Jay because uh, he. I don't think it's technically a 2021 figure. I think the black suited Spider Man is you know the figure that he revealed and reviewed. Right, that that would definitely be in my top 2022 items. Right, I don't think we're counting that right, Ryan, for 2021. But um, yeah, shout out to Jay, and yeah. I think that's a I think that's a good uh, point you made there, though, Eric, about like you know what makes it to the desk as opposed to the shelves. You know, like what are those characters like for here, right around me? I have Ironmonger, I have Hydra Stomper, I got Twentieth Cap, I've even got Lady J hanging out uh, with some nice. of these guys. So you know, those are you know the ones that just kind of uh, the ones you want to look at a little bit more often. You kind of keep uh, where you're you know where you're working first before you go to the 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 vaults in the basement with all the shelves and stuff. Yep, the other one that did that for me, the other the, the one that would have been the winner had it not been for modular Iron Man would have been Surtur. Because Surtur was literally just sitting on my desk with he's still here. He's he's right here. I can't I I I can't put him in a shelf any first of all, he's too tall for most of the shelves, but um secondly, just the same thing. Just the fact that something that large can move like that is just yeah, I mean it's 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 a Marvel legend for a reason, right? You're and making Ryan mad. You're making Ryan mad. It's easily a thousand percent cooler than that Quicksilver. One thousand percent cooler than Quicksilver. I think I know what Dwight's favorite uh, new toy podcast is going to be to listen to every week. <laughs> oh man, and this is where I get blocked by Ryan. <laughs> I finally get that Dwight follow, but I'll get I'll get blocked by Ryan after it. So <laughs> I'm netting zero. Guys, I think that's that's going to be time for me. So thank you so much for taking the time to to chat with uh, chat with me. Uh, this was super fun, and I can't wait to see what you guys have next. Yeah, awesome meeting you. Nice meeting you. Thanks, Eric. man. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. Thank <laughs> you.